ghosts and ghouls, succubi and pegasi, hot dogs and old style. Welcome to the Chicago Tale. A possible way out of the Underdark has finally come within the party's grasp. However, like everything else in this netherworld, obstacles remain in the way. The deep gnomes would normally help travelers out, but due to serious problems that threaten the city's very existence, they are unable to guide the howling dark out of the caverns. Thus, the party agreed to aid with the issues that blight Blingdonstone, beginning with the threat of were-rats. You all have finally made it to the deep gnome enclave known as Blingdonstone. Um, it is a uh, hollowed out more tunnel like um, settlement it is you could call it a city um, the reason I struggle and hesitate about that is because many areas of it are closed off and you found that there are many different things going on I feel like last the last couple of sessions well last couple of episodes last session um, was a lot of uh, quest dumping on you all but basically people are saying hey we, we would love to help you um, because they they genuinely like travelers and they want to be well liked within the underdark save for um the drow and dro we'll talk about your problem there in a second they want to help you out but they just don't have the manpower because they have very very veritable problems happening to them right uh one of which is uh random oozes kind of popping up um and, and especially to the east side of town and um just kind of causing you know they, they've dealt with oozes before but they said not like this uh, their elementals, meaning their earth elementals, are kind of going out of control within certain areas uh, due to something called Obermox, Ogre Mox Bane. Uh, what that is, we don't know. Um, and then also they have fucking were-rats running around. Um, and by were-rats, I mean gnomes who transform into uh, large humanoid rat people. Um, and yeah, they basically say, we can't really afford to give you any manpower uh, unless you all kind of help us out with these problems is is what it was proposed as. I think I don't know if it was that direct, but that's essentially what you all got. You'll explore around. Um, Jin was able to bury Pelic into his final resting place and receive some bracers for that. Um, Dro, you were accosted for being a drow and so so willingly brandishing your face as if it was not going to be a problem, despite. Um, Man, I might even say like hundreds and hundreds of years of deep problems between the the Drow and the Svirfneblin. The fact that you are able to walk amongst them and not at all is honestly like kind of impressive. Um, they they bought your your story, which was the truth, but they bought it. Um, trying to think, Rastos, you uh, talked to many different people, and you talked to especially Kazook, the merchant, who is telling you that you know there are, uh, there are many things to the east side. That he would love to get his hands on. He can maybe make you some more health potions uh, if you helped out with that. And um, I believe it was Nico who had the long conversation with um, Sark, who is Jim Jar's brother. And a, first of all, it should be said that Sark doesn't believe that Jim Jar's dead. Most of the deep knowns don't believe that Jim Jar's dead. Uh, you all watched him fucking get his innards sucked out by a chasmy. So. He's, he's dead. But uh, Sark did say that Jim Jar was a worshiper of Garl Glitter Gold, uh, the only worshiper of Garl Glitter Gold, 
and he was the keeper of a statue that uh, has since been decimated since that area was lost to the oozes, the elementals, all the things that are happening. And he just requested that you all clean up his brother's old worshipping area and offered you a hefty little reward for the, doing that, if you remember correctly. Well, and for bringing the head of the Medusa as well. Yeah, you got to kill Medusa too. Whatever, that's that's chump change for y'all. Uh, <laughs> also, Blingdenstone sounds a lot like uh, Detroit right now. Yeah, yeah, it's not. That's not bad, actually. I no offense to Detroit. I love Detroit, um, but you know, it's got problems. Um, yeah, it's actually a pretty apropos uh, comparison. Um. Did we miss anything there? I, you all decided after a while that you're going to go try to talk to the were-rats. I, I think a big thing is they do know the way out that they told us. They said they could help you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. If we did certain things. Yeah. Not if you did certain things. They just don't can't afford to show you the way out. There's not a laundry list of, like, complete this, 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 this. There's, like, we can't mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all there is. They just got too much on their hands, especially the uh, the two. We'll call them chieftains, uh, the digger Maddox. Uh, Blingdenstone is not established enough to have a centralized sort of leadership or government right now at all. So the best they can do are the people who have led them back there, the digger Maddox. So, and they are um, Dobro and Seni. Um, any else? Anything else we need to cover? Then let's go ahead and roll for initiative as you all are being attacked by eight were-rats right now as you walked into their zone, triggered a trap, and alerted them of your presence, and they suddenly attacked you. Roll for initiative. Okay, so, again, you walked into this, past this door that Sark let you through, um, this kind of vaulted door that was another closed-off area that you know that this is where the were-rats have been living. You walked in and triggered a trap that shot out poison darts at you. I think only Rastos was hit by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right by this tra- track being triggered, uh, eight were-rats popped out immediately. Um, and we are in combat now. Jin, it is your turn. I'm first? Yep. Okay. Uh, Jin will run up to the were-rat that is right in front of, since he's behind everyone, right in front of Dro, and uh, attack it with psychic blades. Going right for the kills. <laughs> Jin does not know any better. Uh, 22 to hit. Hit. Uh, that is uh, 21 damage. And ha- are you throwing these daggers? Or? Uh, no, I am running up to it and I am stabbing it straight into its forehead. All right, you're going for the old frontal lobotomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you get a good, good thing in there and he's... But he's still up, but... I would like to use my bonus action to hit him with my other psychic dagger. All right, let's do it. (laughs) Bagoo! Yes, it is. And there's a 21 to hit. Oh, yeah, that does it, baby. That is seven more psychic damage. All right. This one goes into the side of his temple. Yep, you're you're shoving knives into his head. Um, As you're doing this, uh, you see the other ones kind of look, like, kind of worried. Um, the the five that are up against you, they're going to push and really start brandishing their claws. Um, the three in the back are backing up a little bit um, towards the cave walls. Um, and it is now Nico's turn. Um, then I will, uh, seeing that there's a large group in front of us, I will yell, uh, stand down, we're here to just talk, and I'll cast um, a web in a 20-foot cube 
in front of me. So I'll pull out some spider web, start like drawing it with my quill. Cool. I just kind of say stop, stick, and a lot of long S words. And then a giant sibling, sibling, yeah, siblings. a giant web of or a giant mess of web just comes out and covers them. And okay, so I believe it is a. It's a deck saving throw, right? Deck saving throw. So if they when they start their turn, they make a deck saving throw. Um, okay, uh, does that hit the, just those five? Let's call it. Yeah, just those five. Okay, so you hit, you throw it over five of them, uh, and they kind of look around like Ooh! they don't really know what to do. They're covered in some kind of goo. Uh, it's on the ground and it looks <laughs> sticky. Uh, it is a whereas <laughs> turn next, and so I'm going to just make a bulk roll because I don't really care about making fucking five rolls. That sounds boring to me. Um, and so we are going to roll for all of them with one dex save. And they got a 10, so they are all stuck there. Uh, however, the one that is not stuck that is furthest from the uh, action of battle, he is going to dart down the hall, and he is gone. He used all his movement and his action to dash away. For all intents and purposes, he is gone. And it is, let's see, Dro's turn. Dro will look at um, Jin, who just ran in front and demolished this where rat, uh, and will just kind of panic and say some, say some elven and do a couple of gestures, and will cast darkness in the middle of the chamber in a 15-foot radius. So it... <laughs> Um, so they're webbed and in the dark now. And I'll just <laughs> shout, stop, stop. Nobody else dies. Nobody else needs to die. I'll pass my turn. Cool. So now it is completely uh, the, a cloud of darkness sort of billows out of itself in the middle and takes up a good 15 feet of the room. So now that those those are definitely fucked. They are webbed in darkness. I'm just going to say they're fucking stuck. Like, I'm not really I'm not really trying to make like 15 saving throws just to see if I can move five feet. Uh, very cool. Rostos. This this one is dead, right? You killed this this silly. Nope. nope. Oh no. The one attacking Jin is still up. I'll get right here and be like. Right where? Right next to Jin. Okay. I guess I get in the web. Uh, I don't want to be. Standing against the wall, and then uh, I'll brandish uh, Flamenzunga, and I'm holding it, spinning it, and I'm gonna rub it and be like. We really gotta impress these people right now. It'd be cool if you lit up. And I try, and I assume nothing happens. And you assume correctly. And then I will look at uh, the were rat holding the axe like a batter does at the front of a pitching mound. I'm like, I could easily end you right now. How about you stand down and tell your friends that we're only here to talk? Um, he's his. Uh Let's actually, I'm interested. I'm going to make an intelligence saving throw for him being as he was hit by psychic daggers in the brain and temple. Mm-hmm. Or the front of the head and the temple. So probably <laughs> both the brain. So I'm just going to roll an intelligence save for him because I, I don't know if this guy can think. Um, no, God, no. He rolled a six. Uh, he is doing... He's actually taking his hand to his lips and going... Um, so... He looks loony. Uh, I, I passed the turn just standing behind, uh, sort of in this corner, holding the axe, just spinning it and sort of doing the batter stance of like ready to hit, but uh, just trying to look intimidating. Yeah. So I'll use intimidation for my turn. Okay. I've got two more were-rats on the turn after um, Rostos, and one of them is in the darkness, and he's just going to pop out 
and he's just going to hold his action. When he's hearing you say that, Rostos, and he's saying that, he's just kind of not really sure, looking around the area through as much as he can through the dark. And the one who is complete, like the one who's basically catatonic for you in front of you, Jin, I'm going to say he's alive, but you, you stupefied him. Oh man. I don't know if I've ever used that word outside of the context of disturbed. <laughs> Jen, it's your turn. Jen, we'll look down at this. They're small, right? They're not as big as us. They're slightly taller than gnome size, but they're not. You're, you're like average size, right, Jen? Yeah. Yeah, they're slightly taller than like a normal gnome, but um, yeah. You know what it looks like when someone like turns into like a, were- a cool werewolf, Elliot? Yeah. They get a little bit bigger. Yeah. But not like... But these were gnomes that turned into... Yeah. yeah. So they don't go full size, but they get, I don't know, 1.25 their size. That sound about right? That sounds cool. 1.15. That sounds cool. Yeah. So they're about a quarter taller, quarter uh, or 25% taller than like a normal gnome, I would say. But you can tell it's from their transformations. Again, these things, I I probably should have described them better. Tattered robes. um, They have uh, matted fur. Their face is very, obviously, rat-like. It does have that muzzle that sort of protrudes out. Uh, A dark gray, bluish kind of fur. Um, Pink ears and big old teeth coming out. And they got a cool rat tail also coming out. Their butts. Not out of their butts, but out of their their backside. Out of their butts. Out of their butts. Yeah. Uh, Jin will just look down and see this this gibbering rat person and retract her psychic blades back into, uh, I guess they just turned into nothing, and just, just stare at him and say, your trap sucked. And that will be my turn. <laughs> he just starts drooling. Barely alive. Does he do the werewolf thing from uh, Tex Avery? Uh-uh, he's not horny, he's oh. stupid. Okay. <laughs> Nico. <laughs> um... Let's see. Well, I guess I'm hoping that the one we haven't attacked yet, the one that's not brain dead, uh, I'm going to look at, I hope, I'm hoping it speaks uh, common and I will use suggestion and I'll say, take us to who leads you. With suggestion, do they have to understand the language that you speak? Yes. Um, that is an interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> They do not understand you. That's fine. Good idea. Uh, it's the where rat turn. It's good to know that we're yelling at them in a language they don't know. <laughs> where rat turn, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, remember, you still do have a fucking mushroom on your back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to make another deck saving throw for all of them in the web. Um, they got a 14. 14 passes. Passes. Um, uh, <laughs> however, they're still in darkness. So they don't know what Oh, no, f- it's 15, sorry. Okay, so well, then never mind. Then they are also, It's you hilarious because I, I, I sent the description, and it's if it's on flat ground, it's like five feet of webs off Good the ground. Good God, man. That is what absurd. The fuck? That's a bit much. They should... <laughs> That's insane. For what level spell? Second? Second level. That's yeah. a lot. Of, I didn't realize it was five, like five feet deep on a flat hey, surface. Which you know what I about that? That's a lot of cum. Good, that's because I mean. it goes throughout the whole section. It's like. That's fucking wild. Yeah, they got double whammy, darkness web. Yeah, yeah. that's no bueno. Yeah, so they are stuck and they are blind, and you just hear a. Just kind of bickering and arguing amongst them as they are, they are pretty much fucked. Uh, man, what a weird battle. <laughs> um, 
It is uh, going to be Drow's turn. Just hold concentration and shift movement and not knowing that they don't speak the language. Stop, 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 please. What are you saying that in, though? Uh, I guess I would would be going under common. Just yeah. naturally. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I think when they hear that, they'll start to react like, like, what'd you, what'd you do to Tonkus? Stop, we stand down. We just want to talk. What'd you do to Tomkis? He'll be okay, maybe. You promise? No, but we aren't attacking anymore, I promise. Tomkis is trying to lick his eyeball with his tongue right now and failing, so he switches over to the other eyeball. Stand down, Dark. We're gonna stand down. He's like the guy in Crippled Avengers. The rest of us know you're coming. Don't try anything crazy. Just wanna talk. I don't want to, we don't want to die. All right, put away your weapons, everyone. I'm sorry, did you make another Crippled Adventures reference? Yeah, of course you did. Go by unnoticed. I did. God damn it, dude. <laughs> I guess I gotta watch that movie. It's amazing. It's not about it's me great, watching though. the movie, it's about like <laughs> just references that people can enjoy and understand. You make basketball references, I don't get it. Everybody likes basketball. I don't know. Okay. I guarantee more people know what a bounce pass is than an obscure character in Crippled Avengers. <laughs> we'll start that poll. No, we will not. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So they, uh, we're gonna. I'm just gonna say combat is suspended for right now. I'll keep your all's initiative order, um, but we'll suspend com- combat. I'll kind of look at Nico and give him the universal like, "Hey, should we drop these spells or not?" Look. Just... <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. You described that <laughs> yeah, yeah. to me like that's a lot going no, on. It's eyebrows, and he knows, and it's just what it is. No, but you're looking over and like kind of your hand out, like shoulder shrug. Gotcha. Kind of ding, okay. Dingus. Kind stuff. of nod downwards, okay. and eyebrows up, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slight head turn. Man, it would be really fun we, to try that, like in a complex like battle, like a military campaign, where you're like, I'm gonna give them the universal sign for form the phalanx and also send the <laughs> cavalry around the back to flank the enemy. <laughs> I like to think we miscommunicate the glance even. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be such a huge roll. It's like, yeah, roll a crit, roll a crit, thir- crit 20 and the DC is 30 to see if that works. For an insight or something? I, I, no, but anything. It doesn't matter. You're not going to get it. <laughs> just roll to feel like you're doing something. I guess I will hold on to concentration for a little bit and just listen to see, yeah. maybe move over to the other tunnel and see if we can, if I can hear, if Joe can hear any, uh, like pounding footsteps or reinforcements coming. Sure, you don't you don't hear anything. I don't think you need a perception for that. You you maybe maybe distantly hear that one where at running off still, um, and then uh, you you did notice you made a motion to Nico. So Nico, what what are you up to? I'd probably be glancing at him since he's the one with a spell up, and yeah, I would drive a spell, nod and drop it if he was yeah. dropping it. Okay, you all drop it. And you see five were-rats all there. Uh, I like to imagine they're still kind of covered in the sticky yeah, webs. Yeah, there's still funny. webs all over. Uh, but the, the five feet of it, good God, uh, that's, that's all gone. And the darkness sort of dissipates into a puff of smoke. Um, and there is still the babbling Tomkus uh, before you. He's fallen down to his knees now. Um, and he is trying to stick his finger into his ear and get it out the other side in front of you, Jin. Drobo put his You bow. said Tomkus is going to be okay! Drobo put his uh, bow on his back so it's not equipped anymore and walk over and just saying it under common, he will, he will, and I'll walk over and bend down and put my hand on his head and cast cure wounds. Oh, sick. Okay, yeah, do it. 
and he regains seven hit points. Cool. He's stabilized. I'm not going to say that he's going to have the mental capacity to pass the ACT or SAT anymore, <laughs> but uh, you stabilize him, and he's no longer completely... Uh, <laughs> just yeah, he's not completely lobotomized anymore. We're, Jin, you see one of your the holes made in the temple with your psychic blade just kind of closed slightly. We're sorry, in all an undercommon, obviously. We're sorry, just the trap... Sh- she reacts, you know? It's just, I'm sorry. They have the power to, they have the power to heal, they have the power to trap us. They're kind of muttering to each other. All right, well, you gotta, you gotta come to this to talk to Chipgrin. Absolutely, lead the way. You gotta, just don't do anything crazy. There's a lot of us down here. We just want to talk. We don't want anyone to die. Are you sure? You... That one points at Jin. That one really, really did a number on Tomkus. I think it was just an Edric reaction. We stopped. We tried to heal. I, my intentions are pure. I promise. We don't yeah. want to hurt anyone. Here. Why is it pointing at Jin? Um, in common, they, they're cool. They just, you know, are upset. Tomkus, mm-hmm. I guess, was his name, and he's really fucked up. And I'm just trying to assure them that we don't mean any additional harm. Did you tell them that they tried to get us first? It was I, I mentioned the traps, and it was a knee-jerk reaction. So, oh, they don't understand you. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. Uh, Stool, could you just make this cool, easier for all of us, please? <laughs> like someone breaks into your home, and, and if, if you shoot an arrow at them, they attacked first. <laughs> Does Stool listen to Nico? Oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say, Nico? Uh, I just kind of tap Stool. Hey, do you oh think yeah. Can uh, help us out? Big old puff. Y'all can fucking understand them now. Hell yeah. Stool rules. I did breathe in a deep breath of those spores. They don't really know what's going on. <laughs> and I'll just transition. They want to take us to their leader, though. So we're going to follow them out of this uh, passage right now. Chipgrin. Chipgrin. Chicklet. Let's go. He has a name. He probably likes to be called his name. Chipgrin. Chipgrin. Yeah, holster your weapons. No aggression. Nothing funny, they said. And remember, we're just talking here. No one has to die. All right, well, we're going to... Some of us are going to lead you, and some of us are going to go behind you, because that's what you do when you're escorting people to the place where we live, so it's sa- safe. It's safety. That's fine. It's not a big deal. Fine, but I'm going to walk backwards, making sure you don't ambush us. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, buddy. Um, right. So then uh, they put Tomkus up front, who's still kind of like, he's babbling a little bit more. It's nonsensical stuff, but it's still like in some language. It's better than it was from the Looney Tune stuff. Uh, he's now just saying like, I don't know. Applesauce, you tell to go to the beetle, and then sometimes the presence of the red, and there's a really soft rock pillow, I guess, but just constantly going off from different things. And two of them are up front, and the rest of them are behind you all, and they are leading you further down the tunnel. Uh, you're going down this tunnel that is darker and less well-kept than um, the other stuff in Blinkton Stone, right? This is less constructed. It doesn't have the fire beetles captured in those lanterns that you all saw before. It doesn't have the sort of structures that kind of upheld the tunnels or the sort of like shelves that you would see other gnomes walking on. It's a much smaller cavern um, and just well, less well-kept that compared to what you've seen. Clearly still made from the same cave system as Blinged Stone. You can tell it was once part of Blinged Stone, however. A lot shittier. 
they lead you down uh, for a while, and you walk past um, this cave that sort of shoots off to the left, and there is a rotten smell, really rotten smell coming from this cave on the left. It is a small sort of alcove. Um, if you have dark vision, you could see in there a little bit, but it is a very muddled picture. Um, Rostos, I don't think you could see much too, too much right now. However, um, you do see that there are certain areas of dim light coming from places uh, down the tunnel further. However, in this one to your left, Rostos, you probably couldn't see in there because it's completely dark. The rest of you have dark vision, right? Nico, Jin, and Dro? Yep. Yes. Okay. You all could see in there. It just looks like there's a pile. Like a pile. From where you're at, you're about, I don't know, 40 feet away. You can't really tell what it is. I'll just instantly spring out some dancing lights and send them down that passageway. Hey, what's up? Are you, are you casting more spell? No, please. What do you, is that going to kill us? Just light. Nothing more. I want to see the source of the smell. Yeah. It, you go down there and you just see it's a pile of bodies that have been decomposing from something. Is, uh, is there any way to tell which race they are? Uh, just by size. If they're not from the distance you're at. Okay. Uh, you could go check it out if you want to. No, I'll, I'll follow with them. Like, they're still leading us, so I won't deviate from there. I just wanted to peek. Yeah, uh, you could tell that it's it's humanoid. Um, hard to tell exactly what it is. Yeah, I can't tell if they're gnome or otherwise. You could tell it's a smaller body. Okay. Um, if that, that helps out. Yeah. Whether or not it's like a were-rat or a gnome, we're not really sure. But it fucking stinks, man. Like, if you all ever... Um, oh, man, this is brutal. But, like, you know when you open up something that's very moldy like extremely moldy <laughs> maybe from your refrigerator maybe from your sock drawer i don't know but you know when you're getting in that <coughs> imagine that like times who's sock, sock drawer are you going through so far i don't know i'm sitting around a bunch of gross boys i smelled a decomposing whale once i didn't know what it was jesus it's and it stunk for a long time like i was walking along this cliff i was like what is that smell what is up with this area and then you were walking along a cliff and you smelled a decomposing (laughs) whale eventually like it jumped uh, 20 minutes away 30 minutes away yeah jesus uh the smell i was thinking of was also again only because we were talking about earlier is field dressing a deer Man, woof. It's a smell. It's the smell. Too bad <laughs> if there is such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was an orca? I think so. How derpy did it look? You, dude, it was like also, it was also like, de- like folding in on itself and it was losing all of its color because other things had eaten it. It was sweet. It was disgusting. Did it have a thumbs up at least? It had like one derpy eye that it looked at me, and I swear it was. It laughing. winked at you. Mm-hmm. It winked at me. <laughs> it winked at me. <laughs> um, okay, you all smell that. You go further down these tunnels, and eventually you walk into one that you can see this sort of like dim light at the end of this tunnel. And as you're walking in there, you hear a bunch of muttering. You hear a bunch of muttering. You hear a bunch of muttering. Um, um, a language by now you could under. Well, yeah, I guess you'd understand it. Fuck, it doesn't really matter. Um, that they are speaking in um, this gnomish accent that you all could probably kind of put together. That's what they're speaking in. Um, and what you're surprised by is the amount of voices. You know, there's like five, there's like 10. 
shit, there's a lot of voices, like dozens and dozens and dozens of voices talking over there. And as you walk into this tunnel, sorry, do you want to do something, Rostos? I'm wondering, just is there light in there or no? A, a dim light at the end of that tunnel, yeah, yeah a dim light. Um, and as you're walking in there, um, basically, ah, uh, man, how do I describe this? Can you all picture like gym bleachers like from high school that you sit on? Oh yeah. Like just the ones that like it's just basically squares that kind of go up constantly. Mm -hmm. Imagine that, but with rocks. And this room is about a hundred feet long, and it's about sixty feet wide, and it goes up about ten rows. And covering those rows are some gnomes who have this white shocks of hair kind of pop like popping out from them. They look way more unkempt than the gnomes that you, the deep gnomes that you've talked to in Blingdon Stone. There are also many people who are also were rats, right? So this population is mixed between those who have transformed into were rats and those who have not, right? Um, and they're all kind of talking amongst each other. It's almost like a, again, I'm trying to use like that gym-like scene because they are covering both sides of those bleachers, that, uh, those rock bleachers that kind of go up in a stepwise fashion. Like an amphitheater? Is this, yeah, yeah, an amphitheater, but it doesn't, but an amphitheater kind of f focuses on one point. This goes up both ways, almost like Parliament in, uh, or the House of Commons okay. in, uh, in London, you know, okay. where they kind of face each other. So this is Cutstone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, mind out stone still. Okay, gotcha. Um, so it's, it's still definitely part of Blingdon Stone, but yeah. You can see it more as like a, a discussion area, uh, more so than like an, an amphitheater. There's not like one focal point, but they sort of face each other. However, in the middle, there is uh, the were rat that you would have recognized that ran away from you all. Speaking to a much larger were rat, yes. let me pull up yes. his picture. Yes. <laughs> Looks like Splinter. Yeah. And yeah. he's, he's a little bit taller than the other were-rats. He's like full-on were-rat, though. Yeah. Uh, he's wearing studded leather armor. He has, which, by the way, a lot of them are not wearing armor. Um, he looks very comfortable on his feet. He's got some nice uh, black pleated trousers uh, that are ripped off at the bottom, giving way to rat-like uh, taloned feet, sort of. Well, maybe not taloned, but clawed feet, let's say. Um, and he has a dark gray skin and uh, beady black eyes and a nice lovely pink tail to go with him. And this is, as you can zoom, chip grin. And as you all walk in and you're led into it, he's going to say, Peace, peace. Chip grin's the name. I'm the chief of the Gold Whisker Clan. Shall we talk? Absolutely, that's what we came here for. I understand that you did a number on one of our clan members. My apologies, we were just very surprised by the trap at the beginning. Um, Understandable, although that trap is there for a reason. Yes, absolutely. I, I get it. We're hunted. Yes. Are you not hunters of us were-rats? Yeah, no, we are not hunters of were-rats. Yeah, no? No, we are not. No, we are not. Okay. Then what are you doing here? Well, we are here on, um, basically on behalf of, uh, the, uh... If I may. You, you may take over. <laughs> <laughs> We've spoken to the Digger Maddox and... The Digger Maddox? Yes, the new leadership in Blingdenstone. Hmm. And I don't presume to speak for anybody other than myself, but 
I've just recently learned what my people have done to this city, and we don't want any further bloodshed or death. Yeah, you killed a lot of us. Or your people did. I mean, I don't know if you've heard about the numbers. It was a complete bloodshed. We're talking years and years of just utter destruction. If you were to find a sort of dictionary in Undercommon and look up the word genocide, this is not some sort of metaphor. This is the truth. If you look up genocide in the Undercommon dictionary, it's your people killing mine. Because of that, Blingdenstone has been weakened to the lowest point. And your separation from the rest of this city has also weakened Blingdenstone. We're new here. We want to see it reborn we want to see it grow. We want to see it be populated by its citizens once again. The east side of the city is gone. There is sympathy at the top of Blingdenstone now. Like I said, the Digger Maddox, Senny, she sympathizes with you. She wants you to rejoin the city proper. And with you all, you could potentially build this city back to what it was, or at least start on that path. We came here in good faith, and we just want to see a peaceful resolution of this issue. Drill, go ahead and make a persuasion check. Just throw? That's a a 20. Not critical. Dirty 20? Yes. Very good. So as you're saying all this, um, an undercommon? Yes. An undercommon. Um, There's murmuring going on. Have you all ever seen those videos online of the House of Commons when someone's talking? Mm-hmm. It's insane. Like, it's the most fucking dark ages shit you can imagine where they're like literally saying like rah, 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 like yelling while other people are talking. It's not on that level, but there's a bunch of murmuring going around. And after you sort of finish your um, your proposal or, you know, you, you give your information, you, you um, make your plea sort of, um, Chipgrin's going to raise his paws, his claws, and as he does that, it sort of settles down. And he says, I'll, I'll talk to you. Come with me to my abode. Very well. And he's going to snap his claws a little bit, and two other were-rats run off in a direction, and they go down the other path. He says, come with me this way. Follow as a group. Mm-hmm. Is this a trap? We're here now. All right. And after he leaves, you just have now about 40 were-rats and deep gnomes as well mixed in there, but they're fucking were-rats as well, all watching you with beady eyes. And it is like after Chipgrin leaves, it is deafeningly silent. As they're just watching you. Oh, I wouldn't even be waiting. I'd just be following Chipgrin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if we can follow. Exactly. Yeah. Then we're... maybe just Rosto is just a stick. No, no, no. I'm, I'm walking with, but as we're walking, I'm like, uh, I'm stretching with my hands behind my back. You know, like when you went to the movies with your girlfriend uh, back in the day and you try putting uh, your arm around her. I'm trying to be really suave, but I'm uh, rubbing uh, Flamenzunga. And I'm like, boy, you sure should light up soon just in case we need to scare some people. As I'm thinking that and like slightly saying it, but I'm like rubbing, rubbing it and like trying to flex at the same time as I look like I'm trying to just stretch. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be very secretive about my uh, <laughs> tempting, trying to coerce her into something, but that's it. 
I was expecting you to say, put your hands behind your head like when an anime character walks off in a direction comfortably. Do you know what I mean mm-hmm. by that? Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> they just kind of fold their hands like that and uh, like, you know, put them behind their, their head. But you're talking about um, when you go to the movie theaters with your girlfriend in high school? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't do, do that? that to and you're move. trying to put your like, arm around like, her? like the yawn? Yeah, yeah, the yawn. I'm like... Stretching, Anyways, we follow Chip stretching. Grin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You follow Chip Grin, and uh, he, uh, as you're, you're following him, he goes into yet another sort of cavern, um, and you see him and the two uh, were-rats that he sort of signaled, they're climbing up this ladder, and they're going up to this, like, I'm trying to find a better way uh, to describe, like, a plateau within a cave system. I guess you could say, like, it's kind of like, an, like a ledge uh, that just kind of goes up um, they climb up this ladder up there, and you can see that there's this another smaller cave that he was calling as his abode, and he's w- signaling to you, come, come, come. Follow. <laughs> yeah. And as you all climb up the ladder, you go into his place, and it is the chillest pad, y'all. He's got all these, like, nice little, um, oh, man, they're, they're like, um, Bean bags. Sorry, I couldn't think of that word for a second. Bean bags, but they they look like cloth, and they just sort of t- seem to take your shape a little bit. There is a very very chill fire beetle, not one of the more sporadic ones flying around up top of his. Um, and there are two were rats in there, and they seem to be um, cooking up a beverage for you all. Um, and there are nice little trinkets, some just um, tchotchkes. Is that what it is? Yep. Okay, I fucked that up when we did the Nexus thing. I said, like, plot. Doesn't matter. Tchotchkes, you got the Tchotchkes, yeah. Nice little trinkets from the Underdark everywhere. Different kinds of small gems just sitting on ledges. Um, It is a very, very chill pad. Um, He goes over and he picks up a a small gem, rubs it together with another one. He lights up a stick, and that stick burns a little bit, and it just smells chill. They have a tapestry and, like, Underdark Floyd playing. <laughs> Dark side of the Underdark playing. Go again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Round out the Trinity. Go ahead. But I don't know. I'm just trying to wonder what what's what other chill things they got going on in here. I mean, it's chill. It's his pad. Yeah. I just do have tapestries, music playing. No, okay, that's fine. That's <laughs> just sitting down in a bean bag, get settled in. Okay. <laughs> Please have a seat, have a seat. Thank yes. you, Chip Grin. Of course, have some tea, have some tea. Fuck yeah. Um, the other two wear rats are pouring cups for you all. Uh, it is a light green but hot beverage. Joe will drink it instantly. Okay. Yeah, I suppose I would. Yeah, it's nice, it's delicious, refreshing. Just fucking tea. Gin will just smell it and not drink it. It's too. It is insane. It is too hot for gin. Oh, you got the cat's tongue. Hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ross, does you drink the tea? Uh, I think I do. Yep, I do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I smell it. Is, is there anything inside the tea? Particulate matter? Oh uh, yeah, a, just like leftover like tea, like tea leaves, which also it's just fungal leaves. Everything in the underdark's mushrooms. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll drink the tea real quick. And be like, ah, the fires. Yeah. Makes me hot. And then I lick the the yeah. particulate matter out. Yep. You suck cup. it down. 
you weirdo. Um, <laughs> you spoke of Diggermatics, and you are in good standing with them. Sort of. <laughs> we are, yes. We're building a relationship. This will be one of the main steps. As the leader of the Gold Whisker Clan, which is all of us here, Lingdonstone, Whereats, I've long wanted to speak with them to plead my case. Plead our case. For we are not that different. In fact, I would argue our similarities vastly outweigh our differences in terms of us and the citizens of inner Blingdenstone. Let's say that. For they not know of the dangers that lie to the east. Have you heard of the Pudding Court? Oh, yes, we have. Just briefly. Have you heard of the Pudding King? Even briefer yet. What do you know of the Pudding King? Nothing really. Next to nothing. Name alone. I used to know him. And he is a deep known. He was once one of us. He was a good worker, a miner, but... One day he just sort of snapped and lost interest in what we were looking for and what we were doing. And next time I saw him, he was despondent. He was not well kept. He was sort of slimy. I've said more than I should have told you without knowing that you're my allies. If you can get me an audience, a safe audience with the Digger Maddox, I'm sure that I can parlay with them. Sure, just come with us. It's fine. It's not that easy. Is there any location where you would feel safe to meet with them? A neutral zone. Could it be an inner Blingdenstone? As long as you act as our guard... As long as you promise, I mean, you did a number on our boy back there. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. It's okay. I tried. I didn't to he- really, I didn't really like him all that much, anyway. I tried to heal him as best I could. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, but you know, we can afford to lose one or two. I told you guys, I should have just killed him. I mean, I'm not asking you to kill a member of our clan. I'm just saying you chose the right one. He's kind of a dick. We can talk to the Digger Maddox, and I actually know just the spot for a meeting. Do you know the frothy mug or tappy? I've... I was there long ago. That's pretty far into inner Blingdenstone. But I tell you what. Us were-rats have our way around the city that they don't know about. There's a reason we survive. And not only survive, but we thrive. We're nearly one quarter of the population of Blingdenstone that they are unaware of. Do you have, like, a, a costume to put on or something? No, nope, this ha- is me. I do not hide who I am. Okay, just checking. I well, wanted to be sure. We can have that be the provisional spot, and we'll talk to them and see what we can work out. If we have to come back and alert you of where the meeting is, will we be met with safety? Uh, just, I, I can't guarantee that. We're, we can kind of get kind of scared. Um... 
just just be careful, and when you enter, beware of the trap. We're going to reload that bastard right back up. But, uh, you know, come in, maybe not with blades of swinging, but uh, hands in the air or signs of truce or peace, or maybe mention my name. That would be nice. Do you have something in your language that means, you know, friend? Druk. And this is... Undercommon. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's different than what I heard. Excellent. Okay. Druk. Druk. I heard the term tuck or abil by others. Oh. Interesting. You've learned different dialects. That is closer to beloved or loved one. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Just looks around, shifts his uh, big ropes and backpack that everyone knows what's inside of it. So, Chip Grin, is today too soon to have this meeting? Would you be ready if we were able to arrange it that quickly? As long as they agree. Okay. How do we let you know that they agree? Well, we can set a time and place now and hope that we can have the diggermatics agree to it, or we can just come back after we speak with them. I will send an embassy to this agreed time, and they will let me know if it's safe to come. Well, we can do it today. How about, you know, a couple hours from now? We just have to go back and talk to them. I'd say yes, and in fact, how about... If they don't come, we'll still be there and you can uh, at least drink with us. We'll be at the frothy mug in five hours. I don't know. Many people at Blinket Stone are not really okay with were-rats just drinking wantonly. I, from what I've seen, there's barely anyone there. You'll be with us. We'll have, we have... I'm sure you were there when everybody else was at work. You do remember that you did sleep there and when everybody got to work, it got a lot yeah, busier. There was work time yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm oh. dumb. Oh, you're fine. In that way, it's still pretty early, right? Yeah. For right now? Yeah. In terms of work time? Yeah. We'll have the place cleared out. So, do do you know, do we know hours? Like, if we were to signal, hey, two or three hours, would they know what that means? Yeah, I, I, again, the, these are, <laughs> the Spurf Neblin are a lot more... Um, would we even know what that means? <laughs> well, what you all could assume is, like, you could ask people, like, how much time is left in the work day? Right, and the were rats would be very well aware of that, being as they are sort of scavengers and people going around. So yeah, I think that you all could surmise. You could just ask some people like, "Hey, could we do a couple?" Hours? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to make you roll to see. <laughs> just you know, miss yeah, the, yeah. Miss the hey, meeting. So just, yeah, miss the meeting, and everyone dies because you didn't know what hour was. Yeah, you, know, you could ask somebody, in, "Hey, right? how many hours?" You could time this out fairly. Be at the frothy mug an hour after lunch, an hour after midday of the workday. There we go. That's perfect. And we'll have them there. We'll have the the bar emptied, and it'll be safe. You have our word. Well, I'm very happy to meet you. Um, and I, for one, am excited to see what all this. Chit chat and howdy do leads to. Well, we are as well, and we must be on our way for to set this meet. Very well. You may leave the way you came. Thank you, Chip Grin. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Yes, thank you very much. By the way, you asked of the pudding court. Yes. I'm sure you caught the smell as you were walking this direction. Mm hmm. 
that is a place where we have thrown all the corpses of those who have been sort of attacked by various oozes. If you want to go there and inspect, you may. I'll be having just a couple were-rats watching you just in case they will not attack you. Hmm. Perhaps we should. We shall see you soon. Well, be seeing ya. <laughs> Let's leave. Yeah, I'll leave the way we came in. Okay. You all go down the ladder uh, and back through the um, the same, like, bigger hall uh, where... Uh, it's called the Hall of Miners. You can call it that. Um... And it is pretty much empty now. A few scragglers hanging out, maybe having some conversations, but you all walk back through there. And you're heading back through, and you're back in that tunnel, and you can smell that smell once again. Must we really open up old wounds like this? I just need to check for something. You don't have to go. All right. I'd prefer to not go in there. Yeah, you can... Hang out. Uh, anyone else going in with Nico? Nope. I will go there with Nico. Okay, I'll put up the face mask that Jin made me. I'll put the men I on. I cover this up. It's going to smell bad. It's stinky, dog. It's, I'll, I'll send it smells like them. your sock drawer when it gets all that mold on it, you know, and you open it up. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it dancing lights on them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the socks themselves just get up and walk right out because they're so stiff. <laughs> That's for his socks get stiff for a different reason, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, you will go in there starch. and there is a uh, uh, a pile, like I said, and it, it seems to be sort of slowly kind of like melting. There's still this latent ooze on these bodies and you see rib cages sort of pointing upward. You see um, viscera falling down on the ground. You see an eyeball. You see melted flesh in various directions. It's hard to tell where one body ends or begins in this mess. It's like if Tetsuo wasn't one being, but like 30 when he kind of <laughs> made his transformation. Mm-hmm. So that's a reference you can make, TJ. Everyone's seen Akira. Huh? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, what, are you, what are you looking, what are you doing? What, what, what are we, what are I'm we? looking for any semblance of residue of black pudding anywhere. So, why don't you go ahead and roll an investigation, or I'm sure for you it's going to be investigation, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go I'm roll just, an investigation? I'm just, Jen is just going to help Nico in general. Yeah, you can roll it with advantage. I feel like your perception would definitely... What's your perception at, Schmagger? Uh, I have a... <laughs> one second. I also sent lights with them. I have a passive 15 perception. I have a passive 17 investigation. Yeah, yeah. So, um... You definitely can roll with advantage if you want. My first roll is crit 20, making it 27. Oh, shit. All right. Very nice. 27. Holy fuck. Not high enough. Sorry. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. You're looking around, and you do see, especially since you've been through that oozing temple, you see the effects of many different kinds of oozes. Um, You see residue of gray oozes. You see some green. You see some yellow. And after just kind of looking around and you're not, you're expertly sort of picking at it, right? You're not touching anything that would be acerbic or um, what's that word I'm looking for? That corrosive. Um, And you do eventually find some black pudding. And you notice that this black pudding is looking like a nice specimen of black pudding. Uh, Meaning that it looks like 
a little bit more taut and a little bit more together than the ones you saw back in that tunnel. It looks like a the remnants of a badass black pudding. All right. I'll vial that up. And With that t- crit 2027, 20, this looks like a badass black pudding. All right. It's Bigger, like- stronger, faster, smarter, sexier. <laughs> then I'll, yeah, I'll vial that up. Yeah. Well, yes. a badass specimen. Right you put there. it into the uh, and into a vial. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, you're good. You can put in that glass one. Okay. So I'll put a little in the glass one then. Then uh, can I also look around and see if there's uh, any of the were rats watching me closely? Oh, uh, there's two following you. They're not watching you super closely. They're they're not. It stinks in there, dude. It's stinky. Don't want to go in there. It's too stinky. Hmm. It's starting to stink, Nico. Nico likes it. Yeah, I don't really mind it. I could probably, I could eat. <laughs> Do Warranty have a love of the putrid? I feel like he can probably close his nose up on. Do command. snakes like stinky things? They like could. Snakes. I can eat rotten meat. I feel like I think reptiles with ooze on it. Not not with the ooze on it. That'd probably end up bad. You know, probably end up bad. But the smell doesn't. Could, you, could you handle a troglodyte? It's like that. eating that. Uh, it's like eating that weird pizza that we have in the kitchen. I'm all right. I did it. That's Jesse. That's a different. <laughs> yeah. Jesse's immune to rot gut. <laughs> um, if possible, I will just take a bone, piece of bone that's not covered in uh, slime. Yeah, you can pull a rib. Yeah, just pop like a little piece of bone out and stick it in there. That's weird. And final question. Sorry, I'm kind of harping on this area. You're fine. Do You're I notice? Dude. Do I notice any other ways that these creatures may have died besides ooze? No, no. Okay. That, that, that is important. Okay. They, and there's, all... and there's no sign of like any petrification on any of this. No. Okay. No, all right. No. Uh, good question. Absolutely not. Uh, all death by fucking ooze. <laughs> all right. Well then I'm going to, uh, kind of look at Jen and say, all right, I think I'm done here. All right. Let's, I'll follow you up then. We're going to tell you, say you took a rib of a Swerf Neblin. Um, and because if I understand lycanthropy, if it's anything like vampirism, I can't imagine it really existing. In, I guess it could exist in the marrow, I suppose. Yeah, possibly. Well, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> yeah. You don't know if it's a were rat or a Swerf yeah, Neblin. It looks like a gnome bone. bone. Yeah. yeah. A right. gnome bone. Gnome bone. Uh, yeah. And you're back with the group. Okay, we're done here. I assume we're just exit the the place we've been and head towards the diggermatics. And while we were heading, I would kind of say to the group, I think we might want to isolate Senna for this um, meeting and not talk to Dobro. Senny. Senny, yeah. sorry. I agree with you, but I also think keeping it behind his back may cause more problems than not. So we'll just go into it and try to navigate the gray line there. I think we really hope on Sunny of convincing him to chill out, so to speak. Can't she convince him after we talk to her? Maybe, maybe we just have an honest conversation, but we just don't reveal the place or time of the meeting until they agree to our terms, or at least agree to nonviolence. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, let's see what happens. Fuck it. Let's do this. <laughs> Um, so you all walk up to the big ass door, um, that was locked behind you. Yep. It's a big ass locked gate. Sark said he was going to lock it behind you. I'll do the triplet pattern that he showed me. There we go. Can we, (laughs) can we get a nice triplet pattern? 
more of a gallop yeah, than a triplet. Fine. But yeah, it's still a triplet, I suppose. Swinging those notes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Ever the drummer and bassist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do a nice little triplet pattern, and it swings open. And Sark is there, and uh, the were rats are gone. The second the door opens, they scurry off, and they are gone. Um, and Sark's going to say, uh, Oh, hey, you, ma- you made it back. Uh, how'd that go? Well, actually, went very, very well. Good. Uh, what's the move? Are they all dead? They are not dead. Okay. <laughs> we are going to head back and have a conversation. With them? No. Okay. With the chieftains? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's get back. I'm going to lock this bad boy back up. Okay. <laughs>